Hey, it's Mike, once again for another Rhyme Picks, the show, the podcast, where a guest comes on and picks a Prime title that's included with Prime, Amazon Prime, Prime Video Exclusive. Not this bullshit of buying or renting or a add-on channel on the server. No, we're talking about included with Prime-only titles here, people. I tell you, this podcast is going well so far. Back to back, yo. Uh, it's actually a connection because there's an actor who appears in this film who was in the previous film, actually. Uh, Justin Long, to be honest. So uh, Justin Long was in Dodgeball and Justin Long's in this film, which came out in 2019. And funny enough, I'm on Merc, and Merc for the movie blog wouldn't be here without me chatting up with this guy named Josh the Merc. What is going on, Josh? How much, man? I'm I'm excited. Uh, I love uh, I love the world of Kevin Smith, and I'm excited to talk about Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Yes, that is the prime pick from Josh here, Jay. And Silent Bob reboot, like I said, 2019, which was two years ago. And it just it's weird thinking about it's like this came out during the same time where I'm like, hey, man, I could help you out with Merc. Hey, man, let me help you with the podcast. Hey, man, let's do this. And we built this re- like rebranded Merc together, basically, with a little, little bit of help. And then with new yeah. people, new friends, new friend groups. Absolutely. And I know from you, I knew you were going to pick a Kevin Smith joint. Uh absolutely (laughs) i mean it was like "Mm, what should i pick and i'm like go ahead pick anything and he had a long list and like "Mm, pick something dude oh there's ball rats ball rats is on prime you can check ball rats out but it's like i'll just pick this one james i love reboot like i I love mall rats and i've talked about it with a lot of people but i haven't really talked a lot about this one with anybody so uh yeah I'm pretty uh I'm pretty excited to uh get into it. Okay. Okay. Good, good. Uh let me just uh tweak and f- kind of get into your mind a bit. How long have you been a fan of Kevin Smith? Oh man. Uh I Since mean the beginning. Technically no. Um I my first exposure to Kevin Smith was the film Mallrats. Okay. Uh I'm trying to think I saw it way too first off way too young um (laughs) i was probably 14 13 maybe um so it would have been like 98 ish 99 somewhere in that range when i first discovered it uh and i absolutely loved it and then you know had to go and find clerks and and watch that and then I, i found chasing amy as well and it's just been a, a lifelong love ever since. Right on, right on. What about you? That, that's an interesting question <laughs> because uh, this I'm hopping into this. You know, uh, I've seen most of Kevin Smith's films. Um, not all of them. I know bits and pieces from several. So have, what have you seen the full versions of? So I have... Let's see. I remember watching Mallrats. Uh, that's the key point there. Uh, Chasing Amy. Dogma. Uh, I do remember vaguely remembering James and the Bob Strike Back. That was 20 years ago. Jesus Christ. Yep, uh, this year. Yep. 
uh, I have not seen Clerks, uh, Jersey Girl, uh, Clerks Two, obviously. I have I have seen Zach and Miri make a porno. I've heard about Kavo. That's um, yeah, you I, don't have to see Kavo. <laughs> I've, I've heard I've heard of Red State. Red State is fantastic. It is probably his best film. Uh, I've seen bits and pieces of Tusk. I like Tusk. And uh, I've seen Yoga. I, I, I have seen it, and it's probably a <laughs> it's a it's an experience. It's it's, a, it's, it's an experience. It's, it is. <laughs> and and Kevin Smith's like, yeah. After my heart attack, I'm gonna make Jane Silent Bob reboot because I don't want Yoga Hoses be my last film. So <laughs> fuck it, I'm gonna make this. Yeah, I can't believe you haven't seen Clerks though. You know, you no. seen all these other ones, but not the one that started it all. No, I haven't. I've heard so much about Clerks. Yeah, that's it's weird. Like, I've seen like well, well, there you go. Them. That that is your homework after this. Watch I, Clerks. Well, I'm... and then watch Clerks too. <laughs> So, so that you can eventually watch Clerks Three when three, it does come exactly. out. Exactly, you can watch the whole trilogy when it gets ready. Yeah, and from what I've read, actually, this film is actually a direct quote sequel to Clerks Two, not Jane's Silent Bob Strikes Back. So, uh, oh, you're talking about Clerks Three? Yeah. No, I'm talking about this film. Oh, reboot? I mean, no. Nah, well, it is as he has said many a times. Uh, it is a reboot. It is a it's what he called a requel, a reboot sequel. Um, but there are parts of it that he took from his original Clerks Three script um, when he was originally working on Clerks Three. Uh, he doesn't own the rights to Clerks or Mallrats, so he has to get studio approval for those. And so when he was first doing trying to do Clerks Three, uh, the the studio kind of backed out and didn't want to provide the money and all this other stuff. So he just, he just kind of scrapped it. So that entire opening of this movie where, uh, the, you know, the SWAT team rolls up and, and, uh, Jay and Bob are in, in the cock smokers shop. That was all originally supposed to be the opening for clerks three. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that, yeah. The first like 30 minutes of this film sets up, a lot like it oh yeah the beats per minute like comedy dialogue exposition just like bam 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 just goes so quick i'm like what the fuck's going on here i'm trying to follow along and i mean i laughed at the bits where it's meta you know poking fun at both reboot culture and remakes and sequels and all that stuff yeah it really was just uh you know him wanting to do you know, essentially a love letter to all his films, really, if, when you when you look at it, because that's that's exactly what this is. It's pure nostalgia and 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 yeah, this masturbatory desire to bring these characters back. Yeah, it is. It's a massive like if you're a huge fan of Kevin Smith, this is like the, the biggest wank off to everything <laughs> you have ever seen from Kevin Smith, like all the yep. references, all the characters all like actors that appeared in it just like i was like wow this is the biggest tribute like of everything like yeah it's one big like celebration basically oh yeah absolutely so yeah let's dive into this thing yeah yeah what what did you like about this film 
Any well, uh, J- the the original James Bond Bob Strike Back holds a very special place in my heart. It's it's a movie that me and my brother watched dozens and dozens of times together. Uh, you know, we quoted it all the time. So like, we really fell in love with these characters, and so to be able to kind of revisit that world twenty years later, you know, uh, these are characters that you just want to hang out with, you know, and to be able to get, I never thought we would get another like obviously we got you know clerks too that had jm bob in it but they weren't the focus um but i never thought we would actually see a sequel uh, and then you know a couple years ago it finally finally happened and uh, i was stoked about it um one of the things that i really like about this one in particular is it has heart like i love the first i love the first jm bob uh-huh. um i i like it better than this one personally but the one thing that it lacked was real heart, you know, emotional beats. Um, but this one had that, and that's what I really, I really dug about that with the whole Jay and and uh, finding out he's a dad and all this stuff. I, I, I really, I really like that. And we actually had like a nice emotional bit toward the end as well with uh, with the return of Ben Affleck and everything. So mm. I, I, I think that those helped me to. Uh, to to not just view this as oh hey it's another adventure with Jay and Bob and they're pretty much doing the same thing, uh, it added a little something extra to it for me. I will agree. Like as I'm like rewatching it since it was released, uh, those heartfelt moments were stand out. Like especially because I was reading up about the Ben Affleck scene and how you know because it was like the first time that Kevin and Ben were like trying to get back together after the like the fallout they had for a while and then yeah you know and kevin damn wrote, you jennifer gardner <laughs> yeah and kevin wrote this like that that whole speech like like a week before they filmed it and they yeah. it was like such a touching like he said it was like the best cinematic moment that he could ever create you know and it was just like i, I watched it and i was like holy shit it's actually i got i got teary-eyed during it, it was just like Chasing Amy yeah. is one of those films where I actually thoroughly enjoy Chasing Amy a lot. Like it was, it's a damn good film. Absolutely, and like that's one of those ones where I I always wanted a follow up. You know, I wanted to see you know where these characters would go, and we kind of got to see that in this, mm-hmm. which was nice. Basically, yeah. Uh, th- this is just, I, I will be honest. Like I was like debating whether I actually liked it or like disliked <laughs> it compared to other Kevin Smith films. Kevin Smith is a mixed bag when it comes to his films, and they do poke fun of that towards the end with at the end yeah. of the film. I'm like, okay, I, 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 the humor in this is like it's meta. I like how it's written. I like how it's like really pu- punchy, really punchy at you know what Kevin Smith has made. Otherwise, yeah. it's it's your typical like gross out. We yeah, I mean it's it's a st- typical stoner comedy. It is, but it's also a a typical Kevin Smith comedy. You know, sure. it feels it it feels just like the original. It has that same sort of humor and everything because he's that same guy. He really is. Um, but he just added the heart to it. That was really the only the only real difference to it because he's. He's grown. It's been, you know, but when this movie came out, you know, it was 18 years after the, after the first one. So, you know, he did a lot of growing, you know, he, he went through a lot. He had just 
had a heart attack not yeah. long before that just died so you know a, a lot of stuff changed for him and so it was nice to see him be able to kind of you know keep his his style but change it in a way that truly added added to the story when i first saw this i got so excited because i noticed that this film was distributed by saban films yes i was like as soon as i because i re i rewatched it earlier today uh -huh. and i had i had honestly forgotten about that that scene uh like the the, the yeah. like i rem i remember them being in the courtroom and everything yep. with with justin long who by the way totally reprising his role from zach amiri they just don't name it because he doesn't have the rights to that right um he's yeah. totally brandon saint randy in that scene which i think is hilarious um but as soon as they start talking about it and they start mentioning like power rangers yeah. i'm like oh, this is gonna be great because i'm gonna be talking to mike uh, tonight about this this is hilarious <laughs> i was just thinking, like did you pick it because it's like it's so like they reference it so early on it's like is it mighty more nope. power rangers? i totally forgot about the power ranger stuff until i rewatched it and so it was perfect it was, perfect. It, was. it was just like so spot on just like ah, oh, that same fucking year where i started the podcast with sean <laughs> it's so weird how it connects yeah so absolutely. well but, but i laughed so hard at that because i was like yeah they're trying it's like spawn films like spawn made the power rangers it was like is it, is it this multimedia corporation gonna turn into a megazord <laughs> yeah i love that it was that was the bit i laughed the most because i was like it's so true yeah and i mean <laughs> even just in that scene there's so many great uh, uh just like pop up the can essentially cameos uh for for stars that have you know either been in his movies or, or just have uh kind of been part of pop culture with you know craig robinson and joe manganello even um jason mew's wife is in that scene she plays the bailiff that brings them in oh I didn't, the, the female didn't, bailiff that, yeah really that's that's that. that's jason mew's wife jordan uh, so it's like there's a lot of stuff going and then obviously justin long you know there's so many people that you see, and they did that same thing in Jane in, in Strike Back. You know, you had tons of just small cameos of celebrities just popping in as characters and stuff. And I'm so glad that they were able to to recapture that sort of essence that they brought into the first one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They so many so many cameos in this damn thing. Just just yeah, they they like. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth for crying out loud. Dude, the Chris Hemsworth one is great because like they're talking about him in the van, right? Yep. Not long before that, and then they're and then yeah, it's hilarious. Because <laughs> you wouldn't think that we'd actually get to see it, but no, we do. No, we do. We do. We do. <laughs> and uh, no, the one I got excited about was actually seeing Matt Damon come back as Loki. And oh yeah, and, I remember when I first saw this movie because I saw okay. it in the theater when it first came out. And when he, when that scene popped up, I audibly like, I jumped out of my seat and, and like audibly yelled because how excited I was. Yeah. Cause I would, I never expected to see, uh, a, like a, a actually see characters from dogma in this, like yeah. they, they reference, you know, um, God looking like Alanis Morissette yeah. at one point, yeah, they do. but I never expected to actually see them. Like, yeah. see him or any of them. Yeah, exactly. And he just goes on and does like, like talks about what actually happens at the end of Dogma and is like, what happened to yep. him? And he, and he ends up 
fucking pun. <laughs> it's like the, the, the born pun re- was just perfect. Yeah, reborn. This identity. is my reborn identity. <laughs> I was like, oh no. I mean, oh, and he seemed so excited to say that. I don't know. Like, he he just, was <laughs> so excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank God they didn't didn't send me back to Wisconsin. Hey, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> said they sent me to the middle of the Mediterranean. Mm-hmm. All right, <laughs> I lost my memory. <laughs> I was like, because I remember seeing that. I was like, oh, are they're not gonna? Are they? And then they totally did. Totally did. Oh, uh, <laughs> but yeah, they they go back to Hollywood to stop the Blunt Man and Chronic reboot in this yeah. film. Directed yeah, by I, what, what I what I like though is that because like in the first one they go to like the studios and it shows. It's kind of like his way of of, sh- of sharing that side of hi- of his own world with the with the audience, but in this one we get the co- the convention side of his life. Yes, you know, so it's yeah. like it's still doing that same sort of thing where he's going to stop a movie and all this stuff, but he's he's getting the chance to kind of share that side of his own life with his audience, which I thought was was fantastic. And I mean, obviously he's purposely making. Um, this as a reboot you know uh, you know he's he's purposely doing things kind of the same but a little bit different you know like a van full of women who are trying to do something uh jay and bob in the van with them that, like that's a big thing they even get the the sheep fucker line at one point after they take out the the neo-nazis the clan members which is uh, that that whole scene too is fucking hilarious with Chris Jericho and yeah and, and the and the, and the KKK that's that's good stuff. Oh, the, the, <laughs> having the cake pop up, I was like, oh, because they reference white supremacists because the hater taters, the, the hater tots, the hater tots. Yep, with Merkin and stuff. <laughs> Fred Armisen is hilarious, man. Him on top of the van, screaming at them, throwing throwing hater tots at them. I was like, man, this dude, he's hilarious. It just came out of nowhere. Yep, just out of nowhere. <laughs> and Elizabeth, fuck me. <laughs> Justice. Yeah, it's great to I... see her back. That whole scene where they're in the in the movies and and to see her is great. Um, what I think is also funny about that. Uh, when he sees it on the TV, the the guy who who's with her, it's it's Brian O'Halloran, but he's playing uh-huh. the news reporter character from Dogma. Oh, yeah, it's the same news reporter character from Dogma, uh-huh. which I think is really cool. I didn't know that until I watched the behind the scenes uh, thing that they did. There's a, a there's a movie called uh, Magnum Dopus, the making of uh, Jane Silent Bob reboot. And I watched it after I watched the movie because I was like, oh, that's cool. I hadn't seen it. And yeah, they talked about uh, how he, because I just, I didn't, I, I saw, I knew that it was Brian O'Halloran. Um, and he tends to play multiple characters in a lot of those movies. And, but I didn't realize that apparently it was the, uh, supposed to be the character from, that he played in Dogma. Wow. Which I thought was cool. Wow. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's cool. I love that, like, J- J- uh, Silent Bob has to communicate through. Like emojis throughout the whole game. Yeah, 
Yeah, it was a big, a whole big running gag of that throughout this. I was like, I was, was and, and he's just like tapping away on the phone. It's like, dude, emojis like one click. You don't need to like type a freaking yeah. paragraph. Like there were times, there were times throughout where I'm like, okay, this is this is starting to get too much because he does it several times. It was like, come on, like it's a bit much, guy. It's a bit much. It was. And then, but the one that stood out was <laughs> when he was trying to. Order something, and he shows the <laughs> <an> emoji. <laughs> yeah, you know, because he's vegan now. Yeah, so, <laughs> you chose the eggplant emoji. Oh my god, and Kate Makuchi is just, she's absolutely amazing. And the way she responded in that scene was great. <laughs> yeah, it was. But his, but his... I'll turn your cock into two. Oh shit, all right. <laughs> oh my At god. At least uh Son and Bob got some uh action from that. That's true. Uh, that picture. was his, that's his wife too. That's Kevin Smith's wife who plays that that the manager. Uh, see, yeah. see, like I said, this is a massive like who's who within Kevin Smith's mm-hmm. world. Everybody's oh, yeah. in this fucking film. Absolutely. Yeah. As Which I I thought that was that that was fun that, that they was. got to do that scene together. Yeah. That's good. Uh, I I will admit this is a better film to feature Harley than yeah. Yoga Hosers. Yeah, no, I I can agree with that. I yeah. think she. I mean, uh, she, Millie's, she, Millie's. She did a better character. job too. Millie's a good character in this film. I mean, she's decent enough in this film. Yeah, yeah. Millennium Falcon. Falcon. <laughs> Love that. Uh, yeah, that was nice. I think it's a because it's just a fun way of him at poking fun at himself for naming his own daughter Harley Quinn. Exactly. Like, which I thought was great. Yeah, yeah. Throughout this whole damn film, it's just constant like poking and jabbing at himself and what he's done. Yeah, it, it, it like I will admit the the script, the writing is spot on. Like those jokes land so well. Like if you're a huge fan of Kevin Smith, you will enjoy those jokes. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, um, if you're not a if you're not a big fan of Kevin Smith, I don't understand why you're watching that movie. Just like, yeah, yeah, if you're just watching this randomly, why you don't know yeah. Kevin Smith? Why are you watching this? This is this is for the people who actually seen most of the Kevin yeah. Smith films, and I've yep. seen most of them for the most part. And it was just like <laughs> I knew some things, and I just, especially like Chronicon itself is such a madness. Just watching everyone being like dressing up as Jay and Silent Bob, like they're just like us. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you dressed like these characters? These guys are all dressed like us. They're all just yeah. like us. <laughs> and they hop around to each like panel room as they're trying to get through where they want them to go. Yeah. The only issue I had with that is like with all of Kevin Smith, well, not all, but a, a large portion of Kevin Smith's movies, um, all exist within the same universe. You know, we've uh-huh. got Clerks, Mallrats, Chasing Amy, Dogma, Jay and Bob, Clerks 2. Um, they all exist in the same universe. This got so meta that it, you know, like the, the panel from Clerks is there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> They mention Tusk, but technically, I mean, it hasn't happened yet. But Kevin Smith has has already said that Jay and Bob are going to be in Moose Jaws, which is the third part of that 
that horror trilogy that he's making. Yeah. And so, like, then it'll all be connected, you know what I mean? And so, like, the fact that Clerks, that's the biggest one, obviously, is in this, it's like, uh, okay, so how are we explaining that? Is it just, like, in this world, Kevin Smith made a movie, also made a movie called Clerks, but it's not the same thing? I don't know. You just gotta kind of roll with it, I guess. Yeah, it's so fucking meta yeah like deep yeah it goes deep. it's like it it's so meta but it's like he could have almost picked he could have you know picked something else i don't know what other movie he could have picked because like I mean, you can't pick jersey girl because then you'd have to reveal ben affleck and you don't have george carlin right, um and right. i just don't see him I don't see them showcasing one of the horror movies. Uh, I just, I just don't see them doing that. <laughs> I, I mean, it was just the um, that quick flash of black and white with the cast, and then all of a sudden yes. they turned black and white, and I was like, "Yeah, what the fuck's going on with this film?" <laughs> it, it's it's a it's a it's a wild ride. That's that's it is. It's it is. trippy it's and wild. And, wild. They, uh, yeah. and they keep mentioning like other stoner as well like oh yeah really like, how high with Tommy Min Chong Min. is is in this thing so yeah, yeah. yeah. Chong from Cheech and Chong yeah 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 I, I love that I love that that scene with uh Method Man and, and Red Man that was hilarious it was it was it was nice because I because I I remember watching how high I'm like oh my god dude yeah. dude whoa. I had that exact I had that DVD like he holds it up I'm like yo I had that DVD <laughs> I might still have it. I don't even know. <laughs> Wait, do you still rent DVDs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we red box and jerk off. Like, All right. Yeah, yeah. We we uh we also do Hulu and Hump Day, but uh Yeah. I'm assuming he, they got some sort of red box sponsorship because he mentions it and then there's a red box at the end of the movie. Yeah, you know, next to where Cocksmokers was, so I'm yeah. assuming they had to have gotten some sort of sponsorship uh, with with Redbox. I mean, Redbox, that's I think that's the only one that's survived the the renting wars. Now. Yeah, I mean, even because like we used to have family videos around, and yeah, those like all closed not yeah. too long ago. Yeah, just recently, and I'm like, yeah. damn, family videos gone. I have nothing else but Redbox now. Yep, I've just read. But oh, I mean, technically, you've got uh, the Netflix DVD mail order. That's they true, still do it. But nobody it's... does it though. <laughs> they. I have. I, I have a neighbor. She's an old woman, and she gets them all the time. So, like, I always, I'm, I go downstairs and I see like DVD mailers just in the mail slot, and I'm just like, ha! I remember doing those. It's hilarious every time I see one. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know anybody else in my life that that does those though. Nobody. Nobody. So, I'm shocked that they still do it. I mean, it's an option, people. You could still do it. Yeah. I mean, I use Redbox sometimes, but yeah. I mean, usually I forget to take them back, and then it's like, oh, yo, the, the, hey, they're only a, like two dollars a rent, and then I go back, and I'm like, oh shit, I had to pay ten dollars because I forgot them for like a week. Happens all the time. <laughs> But yeah, uh, there's some fantastic, just again, little cameos and stuff that I, I absolutely love. There's, too, I feel like there's too many to, to recount throughout this whole thing. 
Um, like we got Dietrich Bader as the security guard. Who, you know, we saw him in the original J and Bob, which I thought was really funny. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He has a he has a fun little uh, scene with Keith Coogan, which was cool. Yeah, because <laughs> they they mention Keith a couple times throughout the movie, and then we finally get to see him in there. The fishes are done, man. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was fun. <laughs> the actual, they actually show a scene from the supposed, you know, Bluntman and uh, V Chronic yes. uh, reboot, and you I have, oh man, yeah, uh, yeah, M- Melissa uh, Benoist as as Chronic, which I thought was fun because. There are like there's at least three people from this because she's she's obviously she plays Supergirl on the CW right and there's like three actors from that show in the movie because uh, two of them there's two of them in the in the in the Chronicon crowd watching uh, okay. in, in the in the panel crowd um and there's a whole bunch of people in that crowd like uh, Mark Bernardin is in that crowd. Uh, those two guys, Kevin Smith's mom is in the crowd. There's all kinds of, uh, of people in wow. there. Um, but yeah, then we get Blunt Man as Vale Kilmer, which I thought was awesome. Yeah, it was. You know, and it, it makes me wonder because, like, you know, they just released a documentary about him. Yes, and it's he said he. You know, they did this whole thing, and it's it's apparently narrated by his son mm-hmm. because he can't. Like, he has problems talking. Yep. And so I wonder if he was having those problems at this time, and that's why he's Blunt Man. Like that, if that's like a part of the reason why that, that could be Blunt Man doesn't talk. Yeah. You know. Um, and by the way, if you want to check out the documentary Val, it's on Prime Video. Yeah, I gotta watch that. It looks it looks good. So it, really it was good. I was like, I saw Val, and I was like, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then Tommy Chong pops up in that scene <laughs> as Alfred. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was great. Um, we get a tease in it of Cockknocker, and I was so bummed. I remember when I first watched it, like the fist comes through the wall. Yep. And then like that's the end of it, and I'm like, oh come on, I wanted to see some Mark Hamill. Come in yeah, as Cockknocker. It would have been thinking about awesome. him. I was thinking about Hamill. I was like, oh, damn it. That would have yeah. been perfect. Yeah. And we didn't get a, you know, a weird lightsaber scene like we did in the first one. Because, yeah. you know, it was Mark Hamill before. Yep. So it made sense. Uh, I was I was hoping for that. No, we didn't get that. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I will admit, I love when the reveal happens. Uh of the Russian spy amongst the crew. Oh yes. And she pops out and just, just it, that, 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 that bit just goes baller to the wall as fighting hey, goes on. For KGB. And I'm like, that's not the best accent lady. Sorry. No, no it's not, <laughs> but it's like me and you have done yeah, uh, yeah. the Americans podcast and the Russian accents are on point in that show. Uh-huh. And so hearing her do this accent, I'm like, oh, God, that is not a good Russian accent. <laughs> no. That is like the vi- that's like the, the cartoony version of a Russian accent. Yes. Yeah. 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 And then um, it, so it, the meta-ness continues because, of course, Kevin Smith is actually in this film, you yeah. know, as a, quote, character. And like, he kind of did that because Dan Lee was supposed to have a crucial role in the third act 
Yeah, he was. Um, I'm assuming he was going to be the one, like, kind of introducing it or something. Um, I do like that they kind of incorporated Stan yeah. into the the Brody uh, scene. He's, like, on his shirt and stuff. And I think there's something on, like, one of the walls of him as well. But, uh, yeah, that was... Uh, it was a bummer because, like, they show the little scene, yep. um, the little interview with Stan after the movie, and you know how he's talking about he wants he's you know got a big part for him in the movie and stuff, and it just you know died before it could happen, and it's a bummer. Yeah, so that he just Kevin Smith's like, yeah, I'll just insert myself in here, and yeah, it <laughs> it does it kind of works because it it's a Kevin Smith times a thousand. It's yeah, definitely. anytime anytime I've seen him play himself in a movie or a show or something, he always kind of makes himself look kind of like an ass. Like he he's he does like a voice thing in an episode of Big Bang Theory where he's like on um Will Wheaton's podcast and he's kind of a dick in the scene. And it's really funny because like that's kind of the opposite of Kevin Smith, and so it's always funny to me that he kind of makes himself seem like uh, kind of a dick when he's like playing himself in a movie. Yeah, 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 and uh, and then Iron Bob comes. Yes, I love the because uh, like as I'm watching it, he's like, um, "Oh, I can't wait till they make a Funko Pop of that guy," and I look up. And I point at because I have the Iron Bob Funko <laughs> sitting on my shelf right now. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's it, funny. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, I hope Marvel Marvel does not sue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just leaned right into all of it, man. He was not. He wasn't shy about any of it. He didn't care. He's like, you know, he got high and wrote some shit. And he's like, I'm doing this. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. So many fucking cameos. Like you said, I was just looking at like a list here and yeah. they even, there's like, there's even a panel of the comic book men <laughs> reunion panel. Yep. Yeah. There's a full comic book men one. Yeah. There was the clerks one. I think there was another panel and I don't remember what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Even like, um, we even get, we get, uh, James Vanderbeek and fucking, What's his name? The pie fucker. Yeah, yeah Jason uh, Biggs. <laughs> yeah, Jason Biggs. Uh, we get to see them because, like, at, at their own panel, which was yeah, fun. Because it's a reference <laughs> to the first one. You know, <laughs> it was good to see them. And then yeah. all the insults back and forth. <laughs> like, fucker. Yeah. Oh man, that's <laughs> that's good stuff. <laughs> uh, it has it. It has good laughs. It has good writing. It has a lot. Yeah. But in between, it just it it's an adventure that it's 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 very all over the place, in my opinion. Oh, it definitely is. But that's how the first one was, and I think he didn't want to change that formula because the first one they were all over the fucking place. The, you had a you had a diamond heist. You got a fucking monkey. You got you know all all this you know you're in the sewers you're doing a fucking uh fugitive uh homage they're, they're doing all kinds of weird shit in in the movie and uh so it, it to me it just felt like a natural continuation of that 
Okay. You know, it was it was exactly what I expected to see from it. Should like watch <laughs> these movies more often, just like because I'm seeing like these great things in this movie, and I'm like, ooh, it's from that, that, and that, and that, and I'm like, okay, I'm a fan of those, but I'm just like, I guess I'm not the hugest fan of Kevin Smith, yeah. like most people, especially you, <laughs> in comparison, yeah. Yeah, I mean, hey, I recommend it. I'll recommend it to anybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's what else is there? Man, I'm sure. I'm sure we missed. I'm sure we missed something. But uh, you know, we got. Uh, you talked about you know Shannon Elizabeth, but we also got Rosario Dawson in that in, in that scene as well, which was great to see her kind of pop in as Justice's uh, wife. Yeah, that's which was cool. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. That was, that was cool. And you did mention about the the kind of a side story with Jay and his daughter. Yes, and yeah, I thought I I love that part. Just like that whole stretch of scenes and whatnot that they use for for that storyline. Just because it starts off, you know, she's very aggro toward him. You know, because she doesn't know this dude. Mm-hmm. You know, she doesn't trust this dude. And then as the movie goes on, you know, you see them building that relationship. And, and you know, it, you really get to see Jay care and grow as a character, you know. He's, he's not just this dick and fart joke, pot-smoking dude. He, you know, he has feelings. And you really get to see that showcase, which I, I absolutely loved. Yeah, it does evolve quite well. And especially when uh, he sees Amy. Yeah, which is actually his daughter. Yes, which is yep. like, oh my god, the kid is so damn cute. Oh his god. his daughter Logan. Yeah. Yes, uh, named after Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just there is heart, there is humor. I the heart and the humor are the things that I I think really stood out the most. You know, yeah, you got a lot of. Fun cameos, a lot of, you know, silly jokes and shit like that. But uh, I think he was able to to take this premise of making fun of, of Hollywood reboots and all this stuff while while rebooting his own property and, and sequelizing it. And I think he did a great job with it. Like I said, I don't... I like the original better still. Um, I like the story in the, in the original one better, but... This one, it still it landed in all the ways that I felt like it needed to, to do the job that he was he was going for to to give us that that you know that sequel to this to see where these characters are the follow up to to Jay and Bob uh, Strike Back, while also kind of poking fun at you know Hollywood's penchant for for rebooting everything and <laughs> so I yeah I again it's not a perfect film but I think it works for what he was going for. Yeah, I totally agree. All right, Josh, this is the portion of the podcast where we give it a rating and a review. So on Amazon Prime, Prime Video, you there's an option to rate it and do a little blurb. So here's your chance. Uh, out of five, what would you rate this film? I would probably give it like a 3.8 out of five. And yeah, 
what would you write in your own little review blurb for other people looking at this title on Prime Video? Uh, if you're a fan of Kevin Smith's work, his comedy work, and especially Jay and Silent Bob, this is definitely a movie that you will that I think that you will like. Uh, it has heart. It has humor. It has weird uh, tater tots and the Ku Klux Klan. I mean, what else? What else do you need? <laughs> Wonderful. I. <laughs> uh yeah i would it's right in the middle for me it's like it's definitely like a three at most to be honest but i still enjoyed it for what it was so yeah uh it'll get me to get back into the universe and watch the films that i've not seen so um regardless i'll be checking them out for sure i think yes yes so i'm excited i'm excited to hear your thoughts when you finally watch clerks i will definitely let you know when i do all right uh, this has been Prime Bix. Uh, thanks for listening. And as usual, if you want to just follow along on my adventures through Prime, checking out the Dark Horse streaming site here. Uh, not, not, not sponsored, by the way. It's not sponsored, Prime. Uh, but if you want to, let us know. Yeah, let us know, Amazon. Jeffrey Bezos, are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> Come back from space, you crazy, crazy billionaire. Uh, yeah, check out Merc with the Movie Blog, the the main place where Josh has started all this. Uh, it's great. The blog is great to look at. Uh, there's other podcasts you can check out at Movie Blog Merc, wherever possible. Yeah, uh, Josh, where can people find you outside of this Merc? Uh, you can Movie find blog. me on Twitter at JP Rayner. That's J P R A Y N O R. Uh, I also do uh, some other podcasts. I have a uh, wrestling podcast with my brother John. It's called Off the Ropes with John and Josh. You can find us on Twitter at Off the Ropes JJ. Uh, I also do a How I Met Your Mother podcast, uh, the video of which you can find right here on the uh, Merc with the Movie Blog channel, on the YouTube channel specifically. Um, but we have a separate uh, audio feed. It's just Last Call at McLaren's. That's the name of the show. So check that out. Um, I think we've done like a lot. We're like 11 episodes deep into the first season right now uh, when we're at the time that we're recording this. So definitely check that out. We have episodes every week. Uh, and if you like DC Comics, I run a site called uh, DC Comics News. It's at DC Comics News on all the social media. So be sure to check that out. Yes, please do so. It is phenomenal work. That he does. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, if you want to follow me personally, you can follow me on Twitter at Mike Mixtape. I will tweet random film stuff, retweet this, that, and the other. Uh, if you want to follow the other podcast that I do with our mutual friend Sean, it's Into the Grid, the Powerless podcast that I named, kind of mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, uh, with the Saban Films joke uh, for this film. Uh, we are covering Power Rangers. Uh, as of a recording, we're trying to wrap up our third season of SPD, uh, which stands for Sexy Panda Donuts. Yes, it does, Sexy Panda Donuts. If you want to find out the Josh episode, go uh, check out Into the Grid, uh, anchor.fm <laughs> slash Into the Grid. Check it out on your favorite podcast platform and follow on Twitter at Go Into the Grid. 
And the other thing I'll mention is Project Mixcast is still going on my own podcast network. I'm still working through the archive episodes. Um, I'm kind of shuffling around shows and adding new shows and trying to edit them together. And yes, there is a couple episodes of Deep Undercover with Josh and I are talking about Ooh. the Americans. So if you want to listen to the first two episodes so far, check it out at Project Mixcast, which is anchor.fm slash Project Mixcast. I'm working on episode three to upload soon, uh, eventually. Woot woot. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening once again. And I'll see you next time when a pick from Prime Video has been made.